0: Looks like we got Carson joined in here. What's going on, Carson? What's up? Hello. So, I'm Will. This is Carson here, my co-host. And we're just 317 Reserves. We're here to talk sports this week. Uh, kind of going to start off the podcast here with uh, kind of our thoughts on week two. Carson, anything stand out to you about week two in the NFL this this week? Phew. <laughs> uh,
1: more than a little bit, I'd say. Um, I would say probably... The thing that, I don't know, there were some upsets, surprising wins. How about um, those
0: Raiders on Monday night?
1: Yeah, that was...
0: That, that was a punch in the mouth there of New Orleans. Uh, I think whew. Drew Brees might be uh, might be on that tail end of the career. No. Uh, I don't know. I say that now, and he comes out next week and proves me wrong. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, There's, I don't know, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to the... uh Everything that's going on, I don't know. I it might be a little easier for some teams because there's not crowds in some stadiums. I, I agree. I agree. I think I think the crowds are playing a huge difference. You
0: you see, Aaron Rodgers was talking the other day. He said Deshaun Watson and Houston were using a silent count in in uh, Kansas City Week One, but he uh-huh. said one of the advantages he thinks he has right now is he's using a hard count on the road. I mean. And when was the last time you were able to hear your quarterback on the road? You're playing in a place like uh, even Lambeau. I mean, the opposing quarterback's not going to be – they're using a silent count. I mean, especially Chiefs Kingdom, you know, all these great home field advantages, like they're just dismal now. I mean, there's just nothing there. Even if they do have fans, it's it's pretty – it's pretty limited.
1: Yeah. I think, it's, it's... I think
0: Dallas – I think Dallas this week had the most. I think they had like 21,000. Really? Yeah, I, I – I, I, I'm pretty sure that they were one of the only ones I know. The Colts had 2,500 this week, which is barely anything. You couldn't even see them on the. They were still using the dang fake crowd noise. <laughs> but uh, oh, I say I, I say we take it. I say we take it game by game. Um, you know, I, I say the New England Seattle game was definitely interesting to me. Cam Newton, oh. he's fitting in. Dude's on a minimum contract. He's he's. New England's making it work with him. I mean, how do you feel if you're one of the teams that, you know, I understand with COVID and and this summer was a weird summer for free agents, but so many teams passed up on him. I mean, they're backup quarterbacks with more guaranteed money than Cam Newton.
1: Which is insane to think about because Cam Newton coming out of Auburn, he was, you know, the big deal. Well, and I think the big question and, with him was the health. I, I don't think they thought he was healthy, and with
0: with not being able to get him in and take a look, I mean, where do you go from there? You don't know if he's healthy or not, and do, do you pay him this money? And the Patriots just kind of said, "Here, we're going to cut you a
1: check for the bare minimum, and you're going <laughs> to come in and you're going to try and win for us." I well, I mean, what other options did they have? Really, I mean, I think J- they I were going to go with Jared I'm Stidham. <laughs> No, no, please no. I'm, I'm biased towards Cam Newton because I'm a Patriots fan. Um, but I think that he just fits well. I think he does too. He's, he, you know, he doesn't look out of place whatsoever. No, they've
0: definitely molded that offense. I mean, Belichick and McDaniels have done a great job molding that offense to embody what he is. I mean, you see, uh, I saw a crazy stat earlier. It was like uh, 344 of like 361 of their yards were Cam Newton, whether it was running, whether it was passing. I mean, that's that's just crazy. That's MVP Mm -hmm. caliber play that we saw in Carolina in 2015 when he took them all the way to the Super Bowl. And then, you know. Well, yeah, the the rest is history (laughs) from there, but, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, I think the New England-Seattle game is exactly what we were expecting. I, I, I think people maybe at the beginning of the year would have said, oh, Seattle's going to blow them out of the water. Russell Wilson, the, the dude's unreal. I mean, there is not a talent like Russell Wilson in the NFL. This guy, he comes out, he performs. The, the dude played perfect. His one pick was off of a of a deflection off of his receiver. I, I mean, it wasn't even his fault. I mean, Russell Wilson is the real deal. I think Seattle is a force to be reckoned with. That defense – that they're, they're they're all all cylinders. They're firing right now, and I think Pete Carroll's are, got them got them motivated.
1: They are a contender for you know the I NFC. Mean,
0: yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, to me, they're the team to beat. You look at the Niners right now, and mm-hmm. and I mean they're they're killing with injuries. Solomon Thomas to an ACL. We got Nick Bosa to an ACL. Gurlapo got hurt. I mean, yeah. where where do you look? Because Raheem Mostert, the the running back. I mean, he's got MCL, PCL. I think. I mean, that's going to mm-hmm. be four to six weeks, and then where, where are they looking from then? Uh, I don't know. Damn. I mean, the Niners that that whole division. I mean, you look at the Rams. The Rams just took the Eagles and and I mean, obliterated them. I I I, I don't
1: I don't know how else to <laughs> yeah. put it.
0: The I don't what happened to the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles used to be. I just don't know. Jared Goff all of a sudden playing up to that max contract, which I never really thought he'd do, but. Here we are. It's 2020, and he's playing up to that contract. Finally,
1: Uh what was the final score Oh, like fucking? Oh, yeah, uh, well, I think like 1937. Yeah, the Rams, the Rams won
0: 37 to 19. I mean, uh, just an Ooh. obliteration. I the 19 was just. I mean, look, I understand Los Angeles has a defense. I mean, when mm-hmm. you have Aaron Donald on your defense, I, it, the guy's unreal. But you look, there's not you know many defenses that. First of all, they're paying their weapons, and they have tons of weapons. And I, I mean, think, I think people overlooked that to begin the year is, oh, well, well, all their money's in their defense. And you look at their offense. They only got rid of Todd Gurley, but they don't seem to be missing him at all. Atlanta's not using him, that's for <laughs> sure.
1: No, well, I mean they were until you know yeah. second half. Yeah, forty to thirty nine. That game was ridiculous. Yeah, that that that
0: was uh do we even let's just go there i mean is is Mm. atlanta dallas i mean i'm sitting here going it has been a downhill slope since the super bowl for the atlanta falcons i mean really you're gonna you're gonna go in into jerry's world okay i mean you're going Mm -hmm. in there and you you punch him in the mouth Dak prescott doesn't look good you're stopping ezekiel elliott i mean the Cowboys have injuries. Let's be real. Their offensive line, I, I think their tackle was signed off, you know, the street a week ago. I mean, they're, I understand, like, they're struggling too. <laughs> but come on now. I mean, you're up twenty. Was it 29-10 at one point in Jerry's world. Yeah. You're going to let Dak Prescott come in and just completely take over. make I mean, they had no turnovers. The Falcons
1: had zero turnovers. They had no turnovers, and they lost that game. Well, I mean, they did let Dallas score 16 points in the last quarter. They did, and they also what was up with that onside kick? I mean, I understand let the ball go 10 yards, but they
0: stood there like <laughs> they had no idea what was going yeah. on.
1: These are I think NFL they were players in their head.
0: Well, I think they like, were. Is that 10 yards? Well, I, think that they 10, were. I don't know. I think I think Dallas caught them so far off guard that they they didn't know what to do. It, it looked like a pee-wee football team out there, you know, that you go out the second half and kick your onside kick, you get the ball back. I'm like, what are you doing, Atlanta? Just jump on the damn
1: ball. Jump on it.
0: <laughs> I mean, at this oh. point, I, it was it was rolling. I mean, yeah, you're going to get trampled and stomped on, but get mm-hmm. on the damn ball. That's, looking, that's football. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't know if I could go any further into this game except, you know, good for the Cowboys, man. They They needed to win. Their fan base will shut up for another week. They think they're Super Bowl contenders, but, you know, to me, this Dallas team's eight and eight again. I, I don't see, I don't see. I mean, you got Ezekiel Elliott, you have Dak Prescott, and 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 what else? I mean, they have a good receiving core. Their offensive line isn't the same as it used to be. I mean, they're hurting with injuries too. I think it was like eight of their starters were hurt this week. I, I mean, that's a you know. I think chunk. injuries are going to define this season. I really do. I think with, I mean, first of all, you got the COVID. And and we, I mean, no one's really dealt with it yet, Mm-mm. but I mean, you're looking at these injuries. I mean, we had Saquon Barkley go down with an ACL. I mean, Malik Hooker tore his Achilles in Indianapolis. I mean, there's another safety down. Marlon Mack was week one Achilles. I mean, it's just, these injuries are continuing to pile up. And at some point you go, man, is is it just 2020? Because like, this is crazy. <laughs> How many, what do we have eight ACLs this week? I mean,
1: dang. Peace. This yeah, this year for NFL. Well, I don't know. They didn't have preseason. No, and I think preseason. You know, it warms you up. Yeah, it does. I think you I, know. Th- I think what start your regular season games. So, I think yeah, what I heard the
0: best is is someone said, "Well, you know, maybe the preseason doesn't mean much, but these guys they're warming up their muscles, and they're mm-hmm. giving themselves a chance to rest and recuperate." Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're teaching their muscles basically how to recuperate. Well, you get to this year, I mean, they weren't in the building till late July. They come in late <laughs> July and it's, yeah. let's go. I mean, we got to go. Mm-hmm. And then you get Our into September game. and then all of a sudden you're playing, 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 playing. Players like St. Juan Barkley are pulling yes. 20, 25 carries. And then they're doing it again the next week. They don't have that opportunity to ease their body into it. Now we can say, you know, that's the that's the case, but let's just be real here. It's a contact sport, and and these mm-hmm. these injuries they happen. The I mean the ACLs every year, so maybe there was a few this week. And I know the Niners were complaining about the MetLife Turf. I don't know they're, they they got to play there again this week, so they would they say it was like sticky. So, I don't know, address? yeah, but I guess the NFLPA said they have some real concerns about it. So I wonder if those mm-hmm. will be addressed. I know that the Niners uh they traveled to play the jets this week they played the giants next week at metlife uh i know they stayed there uh they stayed in new jersey um i mean with covid and everything the less travel the better so i know they're practicing out in new jersey this week but i do know there's serious concern about that playing surface for uh any number of reasons and and that game particularly had a lot of injuries and there were a lot of yeah. injuries to d-linemen in, in in the trenches and I think, you know, does the NFL take a look at that and say, you know, I what's mean, what's going on here? Yeah, what's going on here? I mean, clearly, I, Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa, I mean, in within, I mean, it was, they were both down. And yeah, granted, they have been different and whatever. But in and, and the Niners, the Niners like to create excuses. But at this point, I don't think it is. <laughs> um, they're a good team. I mean, and, but when you have that many injuries, uh, to me, it does seem a little weird, especially to players like Nick Bosa, like Solomon Thomas, Raheem Mostert. I mean, these are guys, tough, tough guys. These are tough guys. I mean, these are tough guys. And and these are your playmakers, and these are your guys that are constantly putting their bodies out there. So, I mean, I get the risk is there, but that's just crazy to me. You're going to lose Mostert, Bosa, Thomas, and Groapo. All in the same game. And and Grilampo,
1: they said he's going to be fine. Could be a yeah. week. That dude's tough, too. I mean. He he had a, uh, to me, I mean, he had a great game. He, 14 for 16, threw for, like, 130 yards.
0: He did, did what he was supposed
1: to against the Jets, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, the Jets aren't looking <sighs> like a... Well, yeah, the what Jets, look like.
0: Sam Darnold is just not panned out. Adam Gates is a disaster there. I mean, he was a disaster from the start. I I, I don't, I didn't understand the hire. Uh, you got Sam Darnold there who, I mean, last year, what, I think it was last year, he caught mono and missed eight games. It's like the guy can never catch a break. And it's almost like you look at these other young quarterbacks and, What is Sam Darnold anymore? At what point do we say, hey, you're a veteran in the league. You need to start playing like it because he's not. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand injuries too, but that roster is horrible. No offense
1: to Frank Gore, but he's the starting running back. I I was just well, he is 37 years old. I
0: mean, come on. You got Frank (laughs) Gore. No offense to Frank Gore at all. I love Frank Gore. Frank Gore is a great player. But Mm -hmm. when you're the starting running back. For the New York Jets, I mean, <laughs> oh, that's what you're trotting out on the field. Is I'm trotting out 37 year old Frank Gore and and <laughs> Sam Darnold. Oh, it's 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 atrocious. I mean, it really is the 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 ownership, the the management. That that they to me, to, they, 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 they need, need to something. scrape it. it. It's 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 done. I mean, they're pitiful. I mean, really. I mean, they do the rebranding yeah. and. Now we got the yeah. green helmets and the black jerseys. You got Jamal Adams, right? And what does he do? He wants out. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's clearly a pattern here in New York that I mean, it's just it's not happening for the Jets. Um definitely a game I the San Francisco New York game, definitely a game I think. I mean, that's exactly what we thought would happen. The Niners went in, they took care of business.
1: 31-13 was the final score of that game.
0: Yeah, I mean, went in, took care of business, did not come out very healthy.
1: <laughs> no. But, yeah.
0: um, I mean, you know, it's, it's the NFL now. You, it's next man up at this point.
1: It's a sticky field.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, did you get a chance to watch that afternoon game, though? Uh, the Chargers, you know, uh, 10 seconds before kickoff, decided to tell Justin Herbert, hey, you're starting, dude. Uh, Tyron Taylor, he's got a chest problem. This dude comes out and throws 300 yards, three touchdowns. He had one pick. Uh, he had a couple rookie mistakes. He opened up the wrong way on, on a play action pass on the goal line. <laughs> but you know, overall, you know, he he did well. They lost to Kansas City. I mean that that Butticker, that points. Butiker, man for the brand. You know, he he's he, he's mm-hmm. for the brand, you know. He What did they do? He had a 53-yarder and then they, they jump off sides. Oh, 58 yarder still. I mean, he made it and it's the Chiefs. Come on, man. I mean, Mahomes was down 10. You know he's not going to just let it go. It's he's Mahomes. Not take it. Man, he's another uh, he's on another level, man. I think that team plays better when they're down by 10. I swear I I mean
1: Well, I think you have to. I
0: do, but they specifically them. I mean, look at the playoffs last year. Oh, yeah. they Every game. Dominated. Every game. You thought, oh, this is it. Houston's going to put mm-hmm. them away. Nope. Oh, you thought the Niners were going to put them away in the Super Bowl. Here comes Mahomes again. I mean, Andy Reid. He's a weird. Oh, Andy Reid. Him and Andy Reid together just – that again, I think what we expected, but I think Justin Herbert is going to be something the Chargers should be happy with. The kid, he knew what he was doing. He made the r- rookie mistakes, but he didn't make the big mistakes, and he, he didn't look uncomfortable out there. However, Anthony Lynn, after the game, really surprised me with his comments. Says, if Tyrod's 100%, we're going to go with him as our starter. You can't be – no, that, that's ridiculous. This kid put up 300 yards and three touchdowns against one of the best teams in the NFL. And – No, arguably – no, Arguably the best team in the, the NFL, in the right, NFL now. right now. I mean, them in Baltimore. So you're telling me – you're telling me, oh, we're going to start Tyrod Taylor who in 47 career starts has thrown for 300 yards and three touchdowns. How many times once (laughs) now, no discredit to Tyron Taylor, what he did with the bills. He's a winning quarterback. He knows how to win. Now he isn't going to put up the numbers. He's not going to carry you. And he showed you that in, in week one. I mean, they won the game because the Bengals kicker, you know, pulled his calf on the game winning field goal and botched it. I mean, what a, mm. what a, I mean, that's a Chargers way to lose right there. And the Bengals did it against the Chargers, <laughs> but
1: what, a, what about the bills? How, you, how do you think you how know, you about the
0: bills? The bills, the bills intrigued me. I mean, Josh Allen, the dude's just, a, he's a soldier. He's a fighter. The, the, I think the bills have the talent to win. Now, I don't think, I think they lack experience. And I think that's going to hurt them down the line. You look at the AFC and the experience in the AFC. Now, I'm not just talking, you know, now that Tom Brady's in the NFC, so you you, you take him out of the picture. But, I mean, Cam Newton's experience in his own. So you got the Patriots, mm-hmm. who look strong. And I'm not saying, oh, they're the Tom Brady Patriots. No, this is a different Patriots team. But I think, I, I really think they can make a push for it. You know, you get home field advantage. You're playing in Foxborough. They're a running football team. They got a mobile quarterback. You can't if you can't run the ball. It's proven the last three or four years. If you can't run the ball in the postseason, you're done for. Unless you have Patrick Mahomes, because I mean, <laughs> other than that, you're you're essentially if you can't go in and be able to put up 150 yards on 30 carries, win the time of possession, and just get out of Foxborough, we've seen it every year. You know, the Patriots end up going. So I think for them, that's going to be an advantage. You have. Now, that's in their division, too. I mean, the Jets are pitiful. The Jets are pitiful. Miami, you don't know what you're going to get on any given day. I mean, Tua, is he going to play? I don't know. We got Fitzmagic in there right now, and they're just trying to – I think they're just trying to find their place in the NFL. I, I really do. I think they have a lot of young talent. I think they're going to be good. I don't think they're going to be good in the next – I think I, it's going to be two or three years. I think that team – will be good. It's just they have to they they have the pieces. They got to add a few more to fill in the holes. They got to learn how to win. They got to build that culture and I think then they might be able to succeed. But even at that if if this marriage with Cam Newton in New England works out, you're looking at another 10-year run, 5-10 year run probably for them in that division. A division, the division's so weak. Now, mm-hmm. like you said, Buffalo's intriguing to me. I, I think they're a good young team, but again, I come mm-hmm. back to the experience. What, what do we know about them? Uh, what, what's Josh Allen going to do when he gets into the playoffs and has to go to Baltimore on wildcard weekend or, you know, or what's he going to do when he has to go to new England on wildcard weekend. And then the next week he gets a win, but the next week he's got to go to Baltimore in the divisional round. I mean, is he going to fold? I I don't. You never know. You really don't. He's a tough kid. He really. He's a great quarterback. I, I really do. I think he's got the weapons too. He's got some receivers. He got Stephon Diggs. Stephon yeah. Diggs. I mean, he's. They're a good yeah. team. I I think it comes down to experience. I think they have good coaching. I think they're just going to make the route. Right they plays. do. I think another big thing is if they start winning, you bring fans back in. Buffalo's got great fans. You end up posting a playoff game there. That's going to help them.
1: Yeah. Buffalo's got. One of the best fan bases yeah. in all of NFL. They do. They do. Buffalo is crazy. And uh, I think they're a team to watch this year.
0: Um, let's take a look here. I, you know, I didn't catch the Baltimore-Houston game. Deshaun Watson, I feel for the guy, man. He's running for his life. Uh, he, <laughs> They paid him the big money. And, look, I'm a Colts fan. So, I mm-hmm. understand. You pay the quarterback the big money. Well, look, we paid Andrew Luck, but we didn't, we didn't build him an offensive line until it was too late. You know, and, and I, I, Houston's seeing that now. I mean, Deshaun Watson's running for his life. He's got one good target in, Deshaun, or in uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, we're going to trade him to Arizona for for a, a grain of salt in <laughs> David Johnson. You know? Uh, I mean, I'm not – nothing against David Johnson, but the guy, he's struggled to stay healthy too. He had a decent week one in Kansas City, but I, I just don't – that's not the answer for Houston. Uh, Deshaun Watson's mm-hmm. a great quarterback. Uh, but what can a great quarterback do with Will Fuller, who can't seem to get open now without DeAndre Hopkins? Um, I don't even know who their tight end is. Uh, I mean, you, who are we talk? Houston? Wait. Are we- oh, I-, I don't know who their tight end um, is. I-, I have, I have no idea. I They just to me. <laughs> I mean, like, where's the talent that roster used to have? So you had Jadavian and Clowney and J.J. Watt and, and and all these. I mean, the Honey Badger was there what two years ago. Um uh, yeah I, to me what happened uh I think Bill O'Brien happened and as long as he's in Houston uh I think you're going to see a steady decline from them
1: I um Darren Fills is their team. Oh okay 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 uh I don't know I- they just got to put their pieces together they do. and find Again, out their dude. I think
0: their first step, get Bill O'Brien out the door. But as a Colts fan, I'm totally fine with him staying because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay with me. Uh, let's talk Baltimore, though. They're the team to beat. This team can go undefeated. They stay healthy. Oh, my. God. This team is so talented. Scary. Scary. Scary is, yes. And Lamar Jackson, the dude's not stopping and he's not get it he's not regressing and he is a damn good running back you know when they said that in the draft but he's a damn good quarterback too I mean you gotta watch out for this guy this guy will tear you apart and then the next week they're throwing Mark Ingram in the wildcat and he's tearing you up so I mean you just don't have an answer for this offense
1: I I love uh Mark Ingram obviously roll tight, um, roll tide yeah roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh Lamar Jackson, when they drafted him, I was like, I was surprised he was still on the board. I was too um, when they when they did draft him. But I told myself, I was like, I don't know if he's going to perform. And I mean, now look at well,
0: and and I think part of that comes with we were so accustomed to seeing Baltimore and their their offense was built around Joe Flacco,
1: who's a backup for the Jets,
0: (laughs) and that should tell you something. In um, all credit to Joe Flacco, he has his Super Bowl, and and that's fine. I mean, that defense won him that, but
1: I don't care for Joe no, Flacco. No, I don't
0: either. But... Joe Flacco, I'm glad he's a backup for the Jets. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I wish him but well. Me too, but, I mean, come on. I, could you imagine mm-hmm. if they had Lamar, like a quarterback like Lamar Jackson in those days with the Ed Reed and the Ray Lewis? Can you, I mean, essentially, that's the kind of defense they have now. The, their defense is scary. Um, I just think there's so much depth on that roster. Come come playoff time, good luck. Have fun in Baltimore because Tennessee's <laughs> not coming in with Derrick Henry and shoving it down their throat again. Now, nope. now, th- I think that team learned from it. They were young last year. They were on a roll, and all of a sudden, Derrick Henry comes in. Roll tide, roll tide, another roll tide. Yep. Got, an, yep. roll got t- a t- got 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 another ben- Alabama t- running back. <laughs> comes in and just rams it down their throat in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they got punched in the mouth. And I think it was a wake up call for them that, you know, hey, maybe we're not the rah rah of the AFC. Because then you watched old Patrick Mahomes come through and just annihilate every team he possibly could last year. I mean, in any way he could. If he, third and twenty one, I think, against the Chargers, the dude ran for twenty two yards. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs>
1: He, every time you snap the ball, there is no telling what is going to happen.
0: Well, I mean, if he's in trouble, Um, all he's got to do is huck it 60 yards to Tyree kill and it turns into a touchdown.
1: Yeah. Just, you know, fucking sideways, upside down, whatever way you want to throw it. Oh yeah, exactly. He's going to get
0: it there there and it's going to be beautiful. And you're going to go, wow. (laughs) And as a Colts fan, I watched him last year. Uh, We, we, we beat them 1913, uh, on prime time last year. And it was a big win mm-hmm. for the Colts. But the big thing was every time he was on the field, he made a play. And I had to sit there and go, I can't even be mad because how do you stop that? You don't. And and the way to stop Mahomes is you keep the ball away from Mahomes. You gotta win the time mm-hmm. of possession. You gotta run the football and you gotta control the clock. I mean, period straightforward, the I targets agree. tried. Um, and, and all credit to them, you can only do so much. They gave him the ball back and um, that's tough. Yeah. And, and you come out in overtime with a rookie quarterback who, you know, couldn't really move the ball all the way down the field. But Chargers fans, don't be discouraged. This kid is going to be something. Unfortunately, you got to deal with the Chiefs twice a year and you got to deal with old Patrick Mahomes and his 10 year gajillion dollar contract coming in. How, <laughs> I don't know how Kansas City's paying all these guys. I mean, but they just paid everyone and, you know, good for them. Everybody. Good for them. They got yeah. a great front office, great coaching staff. And I think. Patrick Mahomes is, uh, I mean, he's the face of the NFL right now. And if he's going to be who's going to maybe carry the torch at Tom Brady and Roethlisberger and Manning, they've passed the torch on to, he's going to be a guy that I think we can, we can be proud that, you know, I mean, look, he's frustrating as an opposing fan to watch, but you you look at him and you say, man, this guy's just talented. He
1: is just talented. He's raw talent. He, um, he, I, I hate, you know, playing against him, but watching him play is, like, mesmerizing. It is. You're it like, is. okay, what's going to happen now, you know? How is he going to get, you yeah, know, out of this it's, situation? Yeah, it's 4th and 30, and the Chiefs got their offense on the field, you know? Yeah, he, because, yeah, they're, you know what, Patrick? Do you? I know you can get it done, and it fucking touchdown. Yep. you yep. know? He's yep. a magician. He is. Yes. What about uh? What about uh week three? These games coming up. Oh, uh, see prediction? what we got. What do we got coming up this week? week. Uh, Dolphins are playing the Jags. Dolphins. Are pl- oh uh, gosh,
0: Jaguars are something to watch out for, man. That Garner Minshew, man, he is. Yeah, he I is was something else. he was going to come
1: back. I was worried he was going to come back on the Titans. Yeah, yeah, Sunday.
0: definitely, definitely.
1: He uh. That Jacksonville team did
0: everything to help him lose, and that dude's still winning. I mean, he's still yeah, trying yeah. to win. And uh, that's good for them. They found him. But come on, start building around him now. It's it's time, you know. Uh, let's see. You know, the games I want to cross off right off the bat, um, the, the New York Jets are coming to Indianapolis to play the Colts. And uh, if the Colts play like they did last week, it's just going to be another obliteration. I mean, they, they held Kirk Cousins – to at one point in the fourth quarter, he had a zero passer rating. He had three interceptions, and, <laughs> and uh, I mean, he, I'm not – as a Colts fan. of course, I'm biased, but, I mean, he looked horrible. I mean, he couldn't <laughs> find anyone. Dalvin Cook, they couldn't even start the running game because, I mean, Kirk Cousins looked so terrible. I mean, that team, I don't know what happened. I, I really don't. I mean, I know they got rid of a lot of players, but uh, the Colts' offense – I mean, if they would have capitalized on some of the instead of kicking a field goal and got touchdowns, they they obliterated mm-hmm. them as it was, but they just shredded them. I mean, that Jonathan Taylor, he's he's something to be. As a Colts fan, trust me, I'm excited. I mean, I knew coming at him coming out of Wisconsin what we were going to get, but uh, I think I think the Colts at Je- or Jets at Colts. I'm actually going to be attending that game. Uh, one of the lucky yeah.
1: ten thousand fans. Uh, I was I was going to come up <gasps> and watch that game with you but i you know
0: got some stuff to do it's all good we'll get a game in this year but uh but uh you know i got indianapolis taking that game uh it's as a colts fan i always want to pick indy but at this point it's (laughs) the jets i mean they got like nine of the colts cast offs on that roster uh to me Mm -hmm. you need to go in and take care of business for indianapolis you get out of there two and one uh don't make philip rivers throw the ball more than 20 times because uh You'll get in exceptions if you do.
1: Yeah, he's, he's going to throw a couple
0: picks. Yep. Just workhorse Jonathan Taylor, work Naheem Hines into it. Let's get T.Y. Hilton going. I mean, he dropped a touchdown with the sun right in his eyes. Lucas Oil, of course, opened that roof up. The worst glare in the NFL. I mean, I love the roof, and it's beautiful. But, man, that glare is horrible. Just watching it on TV, you're like, ah, here we go. It's, it's great to see in person, but you watch on TV, you're like, ah. They're opening the roof. Here we go with the glare. Um. The Patriots Raiders. That, that is... is, you know, you know, a week ago before the New Orleans Raiders game, I would have taken New England. Oh. And mm. to me, yeah. the only reason I'm still gonna I'm gonna lean towards New England is they're at home. Uh Derek Carr's never performed well on the road. Uh yeah. However, you got Josh Jacobs. Roll Tide! Another another. Roll Tide, another Alabama <laughs> running back. Yeah. Uh, he's a workhorse, and and I know he got banged up there at the end of the game, but I think you you rely on Josh Jacobs on the road. Uh, who knows? I mean, the weather's not going to be bad in Foxborough. It's September still, but um, you're gonna I don't know. We- you're gonna have to rely on Josh Jacobs if you're gonna win the game. You need to win the time of possession. If you give Bill Belichick the time of possession.
1: Uh, your dog. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I I want to, I'm not gonna, I'm, you know what? I'm not gonna say anything about this one. Um, I think, I think, I think you could, happen. I think you could say something if it was like my game,
0: the Colts and the Jets. I, that's clearly, yeah. I mean, uh, and the Colts could take care of business. However, I've watched the Colts come in and play down to their competition. But I think with the, 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 Ra- the Raiders and the Patriots, I think that's too close of a game. Clearly, you're going to want New England to win, and, and that's normal. So I think yeah. we can move on from there. We know what to expect now. Whether we know what Raiders team is going to come out and play, we just don't at this point. I mean, they've been consistent, but it's week two, so I mean, we can see that change. Yeah. Um, but I definitely like. Uh, okay, that
1: game's going to be a good, a good one to watch. Yeah,
0: I, I see. Because... I see that being. I, it's in the one o'clock slot. I really wish. Somehow that got to primetime. Although we got Kansas City-Baltimore, which I'm saving for the end. They're Monday night. Um, that should be an interesting game, too. Hey, some good primetime games this week. Because you got mm-hmm. then Green Bay at New Orleans this Sunday night. Aaron Rodgers, the I... dude is not slowing down.
1: I am excited for uh, Arizona and Detroit. Oh, you... that's going to be... Tyler Murray? Yeah. That kid's um, a
0: stud. They got, they got, they, they're that Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray marriage. It's working out in the desert. Let me just tell you.
1: I'm taking. I'm gonna take the. Uh, I'm gonna take the Cardinals.
0: Oh, Detroit's a mess. Over the, over the Lions. Yeah. Matt Patricia has not been the answer. They need to get him out of there.
1: I am. Now hear me out. It's gonna sound weird, but I am. I'm. I'm going to take the Broncos over over Tampa. Over Tampa, yeah. Tampa's not been looking good. Well, and Tom Brady's um,
0: never played relatively well in Denver.
1: Oh, yeah. Denver's a scary place for Tom yeah, Brady.
0: Tom Brady in Denver, if he could avoid that stadium during the playoffs, he should because uh, that's about the only place I've ever seen Tom Brady really struggle in the playoffs. Um, Uh and you know, that's a testament to Denver. They've been good all those years. And, uh, I think the only team to really ever beat Denver in Denver was, uh, the Colts back in 2014. And I think new England, other than that, if they're in Denver, they, they've been a winning football team in the playoffs.
1: Uh, there's, there's, I don't know. I mean, the Bucks. One fucking thirty-one they're one and Panthers. one,
0: and they're exactly what we thought they'd be. They're a team that had no preseason, mm-hmm. and a lot of new faces. And even you know what's funny is I'm Gronk and Brady are completely out of sync, which is is crazy to me. Yeah,
1: because they're not playing for Belichick. Exactly,
0: it's crazy to me. The system will really show the flaws in in a quarterback um
1: tight end relationship there, and that that. You know, the Buccaneers team is stacked. They are. On paper, just, they're a good team. Just because you have a stacked team doesn't mean you're good. No. You got you you got to look at the I mean, gelling
0: and and these teams that go out and spend big money on free agents. And, you know, it gets the fans excited in the offseason. Yeah, we're going to go 16-0. and And then all of a sudden you realize, well, uh, you know, the Raiders got Antonio Brown. And uh, oh, he's the answer, dude. Never played a down for him because he couldn't stand his helmet. I mean, yeah. it's it's, char- it's character. Uh, the then he was a patriot. Yeah, for for what a game. Yeah, yeah. yep, he's a patriot. Now, now, what's he doing? Yeah, I think I saw last. I saw him. It was a video him screaming at some cops out in front of his house. Uh, that'd be probably. Yeah, I he, poor Antonio Brown. What a waste of, of of a talent. I mean, he had so much left and it's 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 unfortunate to see now I know people were saying a lot of his problems might stem from you know some brain issues from being hit in the head and I totally agree. I think that could be something but that's something he needs to fix he, on his he,
1: own. He suffered he suffered from a lot of uh off field problems. He did.
0: He did. And I, I think um, that the off field really uh, destroyed him. Yeah, done yep. in his career. Okay, so Let's let's take a look here at uh, – okay, you got Tennessee at Minnesota. Tennessee is going to take care of business. Uh, there's no reason to talk about them. Run Derrick Henry for 30 times. Get out of there with a uh-huh. the win. You're top the AFC South right now. Uh, there's no other way about it. Um, uh,
1: Chargers over Panthers.
0: Easy, oh, yep. Uh, yep, the Chargers. Now, if they start Tyrod, who knows what's going to come out. But uh, I agree with you. <laughs> uh, Chargers – Chargers are going to over the uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, that stadium is beautiful out in Inglewood. My gosh. Gorgeous stadium. Uh, yes. It's, dude, these new stadiums they're building are beautiful. They are. They are. I, I mean, everyone's got a real – especially now that the Raiders have moved. Everyone, to oh. me, has a unique home. You know, you look at that that Vegas thing. Yeah, it looks like, the, like a Roomba or the <laughs> Death Star. But I mean, wow! I mean, and how long has it been? The Raiders played in that crappy coliseum that smells like cat urine and all kinds of other things. That Man. yeah, who knows what's <laughs> going on in that coliseum? And now they have a place they can call home, and I think that's important for. Uh, I think that's important for Raider Nation as a whole. I think they needed somewhere to call home, not sharing this baseball stadium with the, the A's.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. I think it was yeah. the move was good for them. I did their stadium, and the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god, that's a a giant hockey puck!" Yeah, exactly. I like the Al Davis
0: torch they got going on. That's pretty. That thing's pretty cool. And then they got the window that opens up to the Las Vegas Strip.
1: Oh, that's that's cool. That stadium
0: is amazing. They've done a good job incorporating views in. You know, Lucas Oil points directly at the Indianapolis skyline. You got. Now, the new Vegas stadium points directly at the strip. Uh, Mm -hmm. Englewood has its own, like, atmosphere around the stadium that they've built. I'm like, oh, okay. So, we're just, like, going all out. Palm trees, big old SoFi sign. Let's get it all out there, right? I mean, um, what a stadium, though. I flew in. Uh, Let's see. I was flying. I think I was flying to Indianapolis uh, to watch a Colts game last year flew into LAX and I landed over that stadium and who that thing is huge. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. And it's all out there by itself. I mean, it's, it's, it'll be something when they start to let fans in, I think it'll be, uh, interesting. Okay. Let's, let's get this out of here. Um, the Cleveland Browns at the Washington or Washington football team at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, what a horrible game. Who wants to watch that? I mean, uh,
1: Oh um, I got the Browns.
0: I you know what? I'm gonna take the Washington football team. I think Dwayne Haskins gets it done. I think Baker struggles. I, I think Really? I I do. I Baker Mayfield has the dude's in more commercials than anyone, and I don't know why. <laughs> I mean the guy he Uh I don't know about that. I mean he's he's got uh, those um, he's got those what is it? The, the commercials where they they're acting like first
1: energy stadiums is house. Yes. I, and he was like, it's about to rain, cover the furniture. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know. Yeah. Baker Mayfield to me is a character. He I
1: see Patrick. I see Patrick Mahomes everywhere. Oh what yeah, that too he, on State Farm commercials. Him and Aaron Rodgers. Uh he's in uh Head and Shoulders with uh Troy Palomari. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. yeah. It, it's interesting. I think
0: Washington football team at Cleveland, you you're taking Cleveland, I'm taking Washington. Uh I don't yeah. see myself sitting down and even wanting to watch the highlights of that game. Um, no. Two franchises that are essentially in the toilet. We're going to get to the Washington football team at the end of this podcast because yes. I, I, you know, we, I we, yeah, we started say, this man. podcast week two. We decided to start this podcast. And, and, and the Washington football team, uh, we didn't get a, a solid chance. We will get to that. Uh, don't get yes. me wrong. We will get to that. Um, we talked about Tampa, Detroit, uh, Dallas and Seattle is going to be a good game, uh, at Seattle, Dallas is going to crumble. Seattle's going to, Seattle's going to punch them in the mouth. Uh, it's yeah. Seattle's had a home field <laughs> advantage for years. Um, Russell Wilson will come out and play Dak Prescott will come out and struggle. And, and that's the reality of this game. I think, uh, what about you? What do you think about Dallas and Seattle?
1: I agree. 100%. The Seahawks are are definitely favored for that game they're they're
0: the real deal uh, they
1: they are we talked about them being yeah. contenders, and i think i i think the top three teams in the league right now easy chiefs ravens somehow. i agree i
0: completely agree and i think it's it's un it's it, there's no question in those top three and and I wouldn't even mm-hmm. put one above the other um i think they're a they round out a solid three. You look at you look mm-hmm. on paper that Ravens team is probably the best on paper. Um, they have the most talent, I'd say. Um, now, if we're talking about results, you look at the Chiefs. Uh, obviously, Chiefs, the Ravens yeah. haven't performed. Same with the Seahawks; they they've uh, they've really performed. So I think pretty straightforward. But who knows? Maybe Dallas will come out and do something funky like they like to do. They like to do. A uh, poor Andrew, man. Oh yeah, yeah, Andrew. He's... Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough year for him and, and the Dallas Cowboys. So we'll have Andrew on as a guest here, in uh, <laughs> a couple. We'll talk Dallas Cowboys football with uh, Andrew uh, here probably later on this week. Uh, you got Cincinnati at Philly now. Joe Burrow, all right. The kid looks like he he he's got something. He now he's not been great, but he hasn't been bad. I mean, Cincinnati's awful. I mean, look at the. They're team horrible. He's—they're he's, just horrible. I mean, AJ Green can't even catch a football anymore. Like, what? <laughs> no. like, what's going? Fantasy owners are going crazy. AJ Green's dropping balls. AJ Green, you know, I'm like, what do you expect? It, it, the dude's been injured for three years. I mean, uh, he. I mean he's uh, that that he, team he was great at uh Georgia. Yeah, he was. And and I think he's a great player. I just I think give him oh, yeah. some time to get back. I mean uh we'll see. I think Cincinnati they're a 5-6 win team. I don't think they're anything more than that. I don't think they should be disappointed in 5 to 6 wins this year. Uh I don't
1: I mean they're I mean Joe <sighs> Joe bro, he out of sixty-one attempts, he completed thirty-seven. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe they. The I can't believe they threw him sixty-one times. Yeah, to me. and he only got it. okay. <laughs> only got like I could do, you know, like you could do I any could better, right? You go out there and like with the Bengals, three hundred and twenty yards. Core. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, the Eagles and the Bengals both zero two. I think Philly comes out with a win on
0: this one. Uh, It's in Philly. Uh, Joe Burrow's going to – You see, you know, the thing about being in Philly is they don't have fans. But that's a hostile environment, man. Those people are crazy. And I – Philadelphia is (laughs) – Any sport, you don't want to deal with them. Uh, I think the Eagles find a way to get it done. I I do think they find a way to get it done. Uh, They got to get over this – I don't know what's wrong with them, uh, but they need to get
1: over it. They need to figure it out. I'm. I disagree. I'm taking the Bengals. I think you're gonna take bangles, the Bengals yeah.
0: on the road, huh? Yeah, I like it.
1: I think. I don't know. I have faith no. In, I like it. Yeah. I think
0: it's. I. You know, to me, I'm taking the safety. I'm. I'm taking the safety net pick with the Eagles. Um oh, But yeah. you know, I again, you don't know. It's week two. Uh, I think we haven't talked about. Uh, I think one more we need to talk. Houston at Pittsburgh. Let's just make a pick. Um, I'm taking. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Uh, actually, you know what? No, I'm going to take Houston. I don't think Houston goes zero and three. I think big. Okay. I think Big Ben will keep this game entertaining. I think Deshaun Watson plays well. I don't know that. Never mind. You know, I'm taking Pittsburgh. That D <laughs> is. I, I just thought <laughs> about that defense and that horrible, atrocious offensive line of Houston.
1: I mean. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I take I take, pitch, I take right.
0: Pittsburgh by a touchdown. Uh, uh, where are you out on that game?
1: I agree. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm surprised when you said that you were going to take. The I Texans wanted to take the Texans
0: because uh, I wanted an underdog this week, but it's just I don't think that. I can't take that one. Uh, Los Angeles Rams there's... at Buffalo. Uh, we kind of touched on Buffalo and the Rams earlier in the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to take Buffalo. Uh, I think Buffalo's defense shows up. Uh, I think they get the job done. It's it's uh, in Orchard Park. Uh, Rams are going to have to go cross country. Um, I mean, um, we'll see what they bring. Yeah, I think it's a close game. I think it's a close. I think a low scoring game. Um, but I think Buffalo comes out on top. Where are you at on that game?
1: That game, you know, there's not really. That's a game where I have. It could go either way, Yeah, literally. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll just – I'll disagree just, you know, for fun. All right, you'll take the Rams. Okay. I'll take the Rams. All right. Bears-Falcons.
0: I'm taking the Bears. The Falcons have proven to me that they're worth about as much as a a leaf crumbled on the ground now. They just –
1: I don't know what happened with that team, man. Bears being my second favorite NFL team, I'm going Bears too.
0: I think the Bears go in, they take care of business. I think Trubisky's not as bad as people think. I think he and Matt Nagy are starting to mesh a little bit. The offense is starting to get there. I think we have to be patient with the Bears. Now, every time I say that, the Bears will screw you over at the end of the year and lose four straight games. And But I think this year, it, it all, with COVID and whoever can stay healthy, they have a division that that is – Very, I mean, we have the expanded playoffs in the NFL this year. There's an extra wild card team this year. So you think about their division, the Vikings are horrible. Their defensive backs are horrible. Mitch Trubisky should tear apart their
1: secondary. There's two wins. I think think it's crazy because I know that the Bears are going in as the underdogs against the Falcons. I think that the
0: Falcons being at home might have something to do with that. Yeah, but I still I have to
1: you know I gotta go with the no, Bears.
0: No, I do. I I, I'm telling you, the Bears have a very feasible schedule. You got two games against Detroit; they're a train wreck. Two games against <laughs> Minnesota; they don't have any DBs left. Anthony Barr just went on IR with a torn pec. Um, I, I Green Bay is going to be tough, but that's two games. Um, I think they make that. I think they make it in the wild card. Green Bay is going to win the division. Um. No doubt in my mind, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is not going to let the Bears win the division. Um,
1: uh, but I think
0: that's everything for week three. Um, uh, we talk about the Packers Saints? No, we didn't get there. I think I mentioned it earlier, and we went on to a different game. Packers Saints, um, I'm taking Green Bay at New Orleans. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to come out. Aaron Rodgers is going to be himself. Um, Aaron Rodgers will do something special because this is a primetime game. So he'll do something special on TV. So everyone can talk about him on Twitter for the next two days after the game.
1: I heard where well, the Packers, they don't even know if uh Devontae Adams is gonna play. Yeah,
0: I saw something about that. The thing with that is I know he's he's a stud receiver. Uh, but I'm mm-hmm. telling Aaron Rodgers has made people like Dromo Allison, uh players that you never even heard of uh look good. So to me. You have Aaron Rodgers under center. Uh, Drew Brees, boiler up, my, my, my Boilermaker. Uh, <laughs> gotta love Drew Brees. Uh, I didn't like what I saw from him against the Raiders. Um, I thought he was um, almost too careful. Now, Michael Thomas was out. Um, and you got Alvin Kamara. You got to use him. But, I mean, he's this year in particular, I mean, it's two weeks, so I'm not making any accusations, but he is not throwing
1: the ball down the field, and I think I think Michael Thomas he needs to be cleared for this Packers. He game does if they if they even want to you know stand a chance. I agree,
0: and I think Packers come up on top. I'm going to make them. Uh, I'm going to take Packers 31 uh, 27 over New Orleans at home.
1: Um, uh, that sounds yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe a little more. You want to take Green Bay by a touchdown? Uh, I was gonna say probably about ten points. Okay,
0: you got a ten point favor in Green Bay. All right. Well, yeah. we'll see how that goes, and we'll come back next week and kind of figure out. Sure, we're gonna blow a bunch of picks because that's usually how it goes. Yeah. But uh, yeah. all right. So just to finish up our week three, uh, talked about week two, uh, talked about our week three projections. Um, now I got before we leave today. <laughs> we got to talk about the Washington football team, man. I, when this whole thing came out about, you know, we're going to, they're going to change the name. People are offended. Okay. I I get it. And, and I mean, I'm not going to say I agree with it or I I disagree with it. Um, I think the timing was terrible. And in the fact that they they just completely folded and go, well, screw it. We're going to be the Washington football team. Uh, To me, I I couldn't believe it. I thought, you know, okay, they're changing their name to the Washington Football Team, uh, you know, in order to uh, change their name later. They just want to make the people happy at this point, and and I (laughs) and then they go, well, well, here's our uniforms. I'm all, oh no way, and they keep those hideous colors.
1: I think here's what I think should happen. I think they need to just. Finish the season. Obviously, it's the Washington football team. <laughs> you take well. You definitely aren't making the fucking playoffs. No. So no, you're not. You know, you you take that time and the off season to rebrand yourself as something new and improved.
0: Do you think? Um, do you? Th- okay. So here's my question to you: Is is do do you scrape this franchise? Because I mean, there's so much history there, but they're an embarrassment now. They really are. They're they are an embarrassment of what they used to be. I, I think uh, to me, you scrape this whole franchise from top to bottom. I mean, you need to read oh, you need new colors. I mean, we're in Washington and they're land over Maryland, but they're Washington DC's team. You look at all the other teams in Washington, DC, even the they're wizards. Exactly. But even the wizards, when they were that awful looking teal and gold, they just went to red, white, and blue and back to the way the bullets used to be back in the day. Um, and I think that was great. You know, uh, you got the Capitals and the Nationals and the Wizards. I mean, these three teams, they're red, white, and blue. They embody Washington, D.C. Um,
1: I, I, do, do you scrape it and go with maybe something like that? I don't know. Uh, I Well, actually, yeah, I do. I think that they get rid of everything.
0: They need to scrape that maroon and yellow. It's hideous. Those helmets uh, are pretty sweet, though. I
1: mean, they are. I like the helmet. Helmets are pretty cool. Um, just simplistic, but don't overthink it. Yeah, just literally. I mean, use your big brain. Yeah, There's guys and, that get all your money. Yeah, the
0: guys that get paid millions to make these decisions. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pathetic. If I was a, if I was a, uh, Washington football team fan, I, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I can't fathom putting away all of my Redskins gear to go. Trash money on Washington football team apparel. Just a
1: red jersey with yellow lettering. Yeah. With a W on it. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I can't do it I agree. I can't do that. And
0: I think I think fans are also, are they going to rebrand? I mean, I think the owner said something like, well, if it sticks, we're going to stick with the Washington football. Man, no, that's, no. that's a total Washington football franchise thing to do. <laughs> we're going to stick with it. Like, come on. It's so –
1: I mean, their logo is just a freaking white square with a maroon W. I know. I know. It's so ugly. It is. And I think –
0: do you get those fans more excited? Because the Colts played in Washington in, I think, 2018. Yeah. They played in Washington in 2018. It was pathetic. There were – I mean, 70% of the fans were Colts fans. (laughs) I mean, it was in Landover, Maryland. I mean, like I get you're close enough to Baltimore that maybe some of them mm-hmm. Colts fans are, but come on, I mean we're in Washington DC and or Landover, Maryland. Uh, week two, Andrew Luck has just come back from a labrum, you know, tear, taking a year off, and you got seventy percent Colts fans in this <laughs> in this horrendous, horrendous FedEx field that they just need to bulldoze and restart that thing. Is
1: hideous. Everything about it. The the, the stadium they is horrible. To, they need to bulldoze everything that has to deal with the old Washington Redskins. I
0: agree. I think you need to restart. I think you need to rebrand. And I think it's just time. The players need a fresh start. I mean, move on. I, I feel bad for players like Ryan Kerrigan, a boiler up, you know, pro boiler. Uh, yeah. He, uh, this guy, I mean, he's a monster, but he's on the Washington football team. Yeah, and it, I,
1: I, oh god, it's so hard for me to say the Washington football. Team. I can't get used to it. I think uh, that's like the Denver football team. I know.
0: Let me. Let me. I'm going to go to the Indianapolis football team game. No, I'm not. It,
1: it, yeah, it's it doesn't work. No, and, and
0: I get it if it's a temporary thing, but. When Schneider's mm-hmm. saying this is a permanent thing. I'm like, "No way,
1: dude. Yeah, you are not we'll going to brand this like it."
0: Yeah, what fans like it? I mean, yeah, those helmets are sweet, but they can be temporarily sweet. You can make a cool helmet with different colors.
1: I agree. And
0: and please. Those colors. You look like McDonald's workers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the colors are hideous. I, I and they're, they look they're a classic they're a classic franchise. I get it, but uh-huh. I mean, the last however many years they've been abysmal. I mean, you can't say they've been bad. Yeah, I, I think it's time. You know, with all this coming out about the name and all these changes, have to be made? I think it's a good step forward. I, I do too. I do too. And 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 it sucks for players who played for the Redskins and that tradition will always be there. To be honest, if I had my way, I wish they would have never changed the name. I wish I understand the reasoning behind the wanting oh, of the yeah. name change. I do, but the history and and sometimes that's why I didn't really care for the name change. Not to say I'm all for the Redskins name. I just I didn't understand it. I there's so much
1: um, history was, behind
0: that name that that's why I saw them keeping
1: it. Um, it was such a you said earlier it's it was such a bad time to do yeah
0: it was Um, i think the timing of that is where i think that's where they went wrong it was too close to the beginning of the season and that's why they're the washington football team i think they need to rethink it all i think you and mm -hmm. i have both touched on it here revamp the washington football team bring in something else Get your fans excited and
1: get them coming to the games. Yes. Suspense. Suspense, suspense, suspense. You build that shit up. Yep. New uniforms, new colors,
0: a whole new name. And and I don't want any college football-looking uniforms anymore. The Rams' uniforms are hideous. I can't do them. But the Chargers, whoever made the Chargers' uniforms, hire that guy. Because those are awesome. Yeah. Or give that man a massive raise. Exactly. Exactly, and you have to look at it. I mean, the thing about the Redskins that's tough is they were such a traditional team. You know, Washington football team. Oh, I'm sorry, the Washington football team. (laughs) When they were the Redskins, they were such a traditional team. You go back and look Mm -hmm. at these traditional teams like Green Bay, Indianapolis, Chicago. These teams aren't changing their uniforms ever. You need to Mm-mm. make Washington exciting again. The the, the historical consistency to me is not there because you strip them of the Redskins name, and it's just gone. You need to rebrand mm-hmm. and you need to make it exciting.
1: Well, you can't just strip the Redskins away, and you know everybody's going to be like, "Okay, I'm fine with that." Exactly. I mean, you're stripping, you're taking history
0: away. Now, again, I'm not saying. I don't understand why they changed the name because I do and I know that people have their reasons and I'm not here to argue about that. I'm saying if we're going to strip the name, just bulldoze the whole operation and 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 yes. and just rebrand them. Just be done with it. Build a new do, fucking build a new stadium. Jeff, yeah, I, I you know what I don't know where they're at in the financial situation over in Washington. I don't. Um but and I don't they play in Maryland. They play in Landover, Maryland. I don't yeah. know how that affects financing for a stadium or if they'd even put one in Landover. I know, you know, the Capitals, the Nationals, and the Wizards all play in DC. Um, now, Landover is not far from DC, but I I wonder if they stick with the know, Landover. If they, play... if they all play there, I think it's probably hard to put a. They don't um, they don't have a place there, to please. put a football stadium now. If they yeah. stick with Landover, I think that'd be smart. Like I said though, I don't know where the financing comes for that. I just don't, especially with a team where they would... especially with a team who's not very good and they couldn't sell their tickets to begin with.
1: Mm-mm. So or where they would play in the new
0: stadium's being built? Well, exactly. Because you you would essentially think they'd bulldoze where it is now and just build up from there. You know what even renovating mm-hmm. that place might be the way to go. I, you know, cuz I don't know if they're in a position to you know, be able to afford a new stadium or, you know, that franchise is not in a good place. Um, But I think with this rebranding, I think you, this, this could be, you know, a situation where maybe you bring that fan base back. Maybe you get some of the, how many young Washington football team fans do you know?
1: Cause I don't know many. Uh, I don't know any,
0: (laughs) I, I really don't. I, I, I don't even know.
1: There's, The thing is, the last, like, big new thing that has happened to the NFL was, you know, when the Texans back in 2002. But other than that, no, it's been the The same. The thing
0: about the Texans, though, is, I'm just going to be honest. It's a whole new thing. Yeah, and they moved into Houston in Texas, which is football paradise. I mean, they knew. Everybody down there is like, football. Football, let's go. And and, 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 it's. (laughs) The thing about Texas is, and Houston, what a great market! You look at the Rockets; have always done well there. And then the the cheating Astros. Well, we won't even get into that. But I mean, (laughs) great before the cheating scandal, uh, abysmal franchise that had a fan base. So I mean, people came to Minute Maid Park to watch the Astros get their ass kicked. Um, Most of the and they were okay. They were okay with it. Yeah, they were okay with it. But I think you're right. I, I think. I mean, just to kind of wrap it up here, uh, mm-hmm. I think, you know, bulldoze it all, uh, figure out, get a plan, and figure it out. Because yeah. right now, it, you look pitiful. the the whole The you whole have, NFL you laughs. You're the laughing stock of the NFL. I mean, I agree. Besides Jacksonville, who, you know, <laughs> they allowed fans in Week One and. Someone tweeted, hey look, it's just like a regular regular season game in Jacksonville. There's twelve <laughs> people here. No, granted, it's <laughs> seventy thousand degrees there and humidity's unreal down in uh, you know, South Florida, but oh, Devil's armpit. Yeah, don't even don't even get me started on Jacksonville. But uh anyway, I, I think we'll wrap up our our podcast for today, but uh if yep. anyone has any questions, comments, anything, you can hit us up in our comments and our DMs on Instagram. Uh, we're going to start up a Twitter, too. Uh, so get on top of that. We're going
1: Facebook group. to Facebook
0: group. We're going to get it all started up right now. We just have the Instagram. Uh, anyone wants to come on as a guest speaker, anything at all, shoot us, in a, shoot us a message in the DMs, uh, and hopefully we'll get there. So again, I'm Will, and uh, this is my co-host, Thank Carson. You. Hello. And uh and goodbye. <laughs> uh I hope you enjoy the podcast. Let us know what you think in the comments. Uh love to be with you next week and uh we'll see you guys in a couple of days when we start talking uh week three results. Yeah. Uh actually we I- might go we might have uh might go a college football podcast, uh middle of the week, but uh that's to be determined. Just keep up with us on our pages, uh and we'll go from there. All right. All right, thanks for listening, guys. See you.